Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. This is one another of our uh, classic episodes. This is this is a good one. This is Big oh, yeah. Bad John. Uh, this is a classic this classic. One. It's a classic <laughs> classic. The, I remember two things about this. One was that uh, this is one of our best opening lines right. that we had. <laughs> it totally I, is. But I forget who it was. But, somebody but they're all just... comedy gold. Oh no! Every every one of them, Carl Reiner would weep if we heard the <laughs> the, the, the genius level of comedy that's coming out of us. Each yes, week. I'm or sure he does. Week. He's he's a long time listener. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Hey Carl, um, where was I going? This. Oh right, somebody said it. Uh, was like, well, what about this? And we were just died laughing. It's like, perfect. It's perfect. Uh, it has so anyway. a it has a hint of Michael on it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I don't, it yeah, no, I don't know if it was me. Really? I, I don't think yeah, so. I don't know. I, well, whatever. It, uh, it's a little I think guessing was, game for our fans. Yeah. It was a consensus, most likely. Whether it's really quick or it's after a long time, <laughs> once we get the right one, it's always it's always a good feeling. So yep. that was a good one. And uh, yeah, the other thing, listening back today to it, uh, there's a part where I went off on a little bit of a tangent mm-hmm. uh, about something. And we were like, oh, we got to shut that down fast. We were like, okay, it was a fun little tangent, but now back to what we're doing. Now that the show has evolved <laughs> to be like 98% tangents, uh, it was very funny to hear our like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent uh. like that. Anyway, let's let's please get back. Let's get back to the song. We have I know to stay I don't on need the, to go off. We have to stay on the straight and narrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that was just, just funny to, yeah, you know, yeah. to, hear, to hear back when the show was different and when we cared. Um, right. So now... <laughs> Well, we care now. We just care more about the tangents. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. So this is a good one. Uh, we talk about it pretty uh, extensively in the mm-hmm. episode. But yes, if this is the first time you're hearing it or you're a new listener, yeah, it's the sausage guy. Jimmy Dean yeah. is the same guy. <laughs> same uh, dude. So <laughs> it was very weird. He had a he had a music career. He was you know he I mean he was very popular. But that's the thing. He's he's the sausage guy. But he right. like the sausage guy thing was as a result of his unbelievable popularity like wouldn't it be great if this really popular singer actor variety show host had a line of sausage products i mean that's always the danger is that you never know what's going to be your legacy Mm -hmm. so yeah you got to be careful but yeah i was going to say it's like kenny rogers roasters but i i i didn't listen to the entire episode but i'm like 98% 98% sure I made that same reference uh, in the actual episode. <laughs> well, I don't remember some it, things so. never change, Dan. Classic Dan. Classic, exactly. Uh, so speaking of classic, this is Big Bad John uh, by Jimmy Dean. Uh, so take a listen and we'll be back at the end. A sausage fest with miners. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Now hear the tale Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Each and every week we walk you through the world of a story song. And this week it's going to be Big Bad John by Jimmy Dean. Mm. <laughs> Cooking Not- up some sausage <laughs> and singing some songs. Oh yeah, you may know him for his sausage, but he was also one hell of a singer. Yeah. So Michael, 
Tell us the story of this story song. Big Bad John is the story of um, a miner or a person who worked in a mine. Not, oh, so uh, not like yeah. a 15-year-old? Right, right. Okay. Or a group of miners. Some of them probably miners. <laughs> Underage. It was a different time. Yeah. Big John was just known around the mine as being someone you didn't really mess with because he was big and imposing. The song says he stood six foot six and weighed 245. People were just afraid of him. And stories would circulate about him. No one really knew much about him. They said that he came from New Orleans and that's where he got into a fight over a Cajun queen. He beat up somebody or killed somebody. We don't know, but this is all speculation amongst sure. the miners. Sure. Uh, and that's how so the he, young people. Uh, the, no, the people who worked in the mine. I'm sorry, this is so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> that That's how he ended up wherever this takes place. Yeah. Uh, they don't actually tell you. Then one day, the mine collapses. Uh-oh. As mines often will. Sure. sure. All the people working in the mine yeah. say... This mine's collapsing. What are we going to do? And they just assume that it's certain death. But someone comes to their rescue. You know who it is? A miner. Yes. Okay. (laughs) The only one in the story who has a name, it's Big Bad John. Okay. He, I guess, holds up uh, like a piece of timber or something to to hold the opening to the mine. So he's like a real like A-type personality. Like he's like, I'm going to get, everyone else is like, well, we're done for. Yeah. He's like, I got a can-do spirit. He's he's a go-getter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he rescues everybody in the mine. Sure. Yeah, sure. Everyone gets out to safety. Well, clearly, and then they're like, "Let's go!" And uh, <laughs> they leave John down there holding the uh, holding the mine open, and right. then all of a sudden they hear like all then collapse. Yeah, mm. like really sounds of now, like yeah. uh, rocks and sure other things, and uh, and John's down there. Poor John. And they uh, put a marble. Um, Stand out in front of the mine. Well, we should say they did. They did like for at least a hot second try to get him. <laughs> no, they, they didn't just. No, like, they just went to get them. They went to the marble store. Right now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's and it. They're already. <laughs> they're already calling the tomb store. Uh, to- tombstone place, man. And, uh, but they call it the tomb store. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, know, if you sell tombstones, call, call the tomb Call the tomb store. Call it what it is. Like the minor, 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 minor debate that we had earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the minor, was, minor, it was a minor store. debate about the minor <laughs> versus the minor. True. Uh, in a minor key. Um, and the, uh, the marble stand that they put in front of the uh, mine just says, at the bottom of this mine lies a big, big man. Yeah. Big John. He's a big, big man. Not anymore. No, he's a dead, dead man. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Big dead John. Um. (laughs) Every morning at the mine, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed 245, kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. Big John. Big John. Big bad John. So, so Big John, I feel bad for him. Freak of the town? Yeah. Freak of the town, right? They treat he's him the like freak a freak. He's the freak of the town. Yeah. Because he's tall. Because he has an intimidating presence, people just assume that they know what he's about. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't. Yeah, you don't Maybe know about don't. him. Yeah. Um, I like that uh, he's kind of broad at the shoulders. Now we're at the hip. <laughs> <laughs> Got a real yeah. hourglass really? <laughs> <laughs> You know why? You know why? Girdle. <laughs> yeah, he wears a girdle. Keeps him slim. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I'm assuming he leans forward like Popeye, and he walks like this. <laughs> I'd imagine he looks like a, a weird cross between like 
Superman, Popeye, and like yeah. Dick Tracy. He's like Wreck-It Ralph. In a corset, apparently, because he's got such a narrow waist. <laughs> you know, and one thing you don't want to say to Big John when he gets to work, oh, goodness, I bet you can fit into any pair of pants. <laughs> Look at those narrow hips. Oh, good for you. No, I think he'd what say you thank do? you. What do you do? What do you do? Core exercises? Can I, can I, can what I, do you do? can I just feel? Can I just touch? <laughs> I just want to feel just, you know, I can get, look, I can almost touch my fingers. Really, <laughs> this is People crazy. just hug him all the time. He's six foot six. <laughs> what do you do? South Beach? What is it? <laughs> what, what I think would do? annoy him John. more would be like if people just kept coming up to him and saying, you are tall. Has anyone ever told you how tall you yeah. are? Oh my goodness. You are tall. Do you play basketball? <laughs> do you or play basketball? If someone calls him like shorty. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, do you I, stretch? People call him Big John. Isn't that ba- isn't that bad enough? I don't. I wonder if hey, they call Big him John. Big single John tier. to his. Uh, <laughs> do they call him Big John to his face? Oh. You never know. Hello, sir. They yes. just call him sir. They probably don't call him Big Bad John to his face. No, no. But you don't. Want, you don't want to be calling some guy bad when he could knock you out with one punch. Yeah. I think if you're he's afraid like, of someone, avoid the adjectives altogether. Sure. Yeah. He's like nobody calls me Big Generous John. <laughs> <laughs> I give to the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> oh my god. He seems like okay with it though. He's a strong silent type. He's, he's just doing his going, thing. He's doing his thing. Or does or do people talk to him? Yeah. It okay. says it yeah. says that that all you'd say and if you spoke at all you just said hi to Big John. He is misunderstood. He's way misunderstood. He goes to like his like um support group and says, Miners are the worst. I just don't <laughs> like any of them. What if he just doesn't like them? Maybe you're the problem, you society. Yeah, do you think about yeah. that? Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Let's let's put it a little bit on John. Try to make some friends. Yeah. It's not it's not totally up to them. You're the outsider. You come in. One sharp, maybe bring bagels one day to work. Yeah. <laughs> Try that, you know? Yeah. That'll get a conversation Munchkins. started. Munchkins. Everyone loves munchkins. Absolutely. Yep, yep. You know? Bring, bring a box of Joe. Box of Joe. Yes. Box of Joe. Everybody. You know? Gets to be friends over a box of Joe. Now, now what you do is you stand next to the box of Joe. You say hi to each guy who comes up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then if they ignore you, well, then it's on them. Yeah. But, you know, but you made the effort. That's the thing. Yeah, well, you know what? They have a happy it. hour. Go to the happy hour. Go, don't, don't, I don't care how tired you are. Sometimes you have to go it and mingle. Has to, you have to do it. You have to do it. Look, you don't even have to have a drink. Have You know what you do? You get a, a seltzer water with mm-hmm. lime in it. It looks like you're having a drink. Sure. Yeah. But, but go, John. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I can't stress how many times. This is exactly like high school, John. Right. You didn't <laughs> make enough friends. Now here's the bad news. Yeah. That bar where the happy hour is? Yeah. Ceiling six foot three. Oh, see? Oh. And then he feels he totally fit. uncomfortable. I know. And he thinks everyone's just going to be staring at him all night. He's going to have to be oh, hunched over. Terrible. So what you do is you call, like, the buildings department, because I don't think that's regulation height. No, that seems pretty <laughs> short. Seems pretty short for a bar. Yeah. I'm gonna say for this, anything. I'm going to say this, though. Uh, if there's a bar next to a mine that's about to collapse, yeah. they might have bigger fish to fry. Because <laughs> there's slightly less concerned about how tall the bar is. Good point. More about the giant mine. Maybe the problem is that the safety inspector is only hanging out at the bar and not at the mine. The big problem is that they live in a town where the buildings department has any sort of jurisdiction over the mines. (laughs) They they need to get another department. Yeah. They they need need to get a mine department. Yeah. Whose department is that? Mine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did it. And then Uh, then they'd all high five. (laughs) Nobody seemed to know where John called home. He just drifted into town and stayed all alone. He didn't say much, he's kind of quiet and shy. And if you spoke at all, you just said hi to Big John. 
Somebody said he came from New Orleans Where he got in a fight over a Cajun queen And a crashing blow from a huge right hand Sent a Louisiana fella to the promised land Big John Big John Big John Big Bad John Big John gets into a fight mm-hmm. in New Orleans We think We think that's, that's what the talk that's is That's the rumor That's the rumor Nobody ever asked John Mm-mm. Nobody ever confirmed it. And again, with John, you got to get in front of that story. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to control the media narrative. That's yeah. right. You know, that's what Tylenol did. Get in front of it. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? And exactly. you know, you know where uh, a good place to get in front of that story would be? Mm-hmm. At the happy hour. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Bring the munchkins to the happy hour. That's Here's right. The thing. John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my copy of, of How to Make Friends and Influence People. Where I want you to read it. You know, and you'll, you'll you know you'll learn. And don't skim it. Really no, read really, it, yeah. John. Yeah. Really read it. Because you know? honestly, what else are you doing when you go home at night? Right. Go, Nothing. Go, yeah. No. You're not going to the happy hours. No. So yeah, the rumor, the rumors that he uh, he punched a guy in New Orleans, right, and sent him to the promised land. Oh, so he did kill him. Yeah, he killed him. Oh, one yeah, punch yeah. and he's out. Which makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, from what we know about this guy did later. It could be like they were like playing basketball and it was a it was like a playful like, hey man, good job. And yeah. pow. And then that guy's head just gets ripped Slump clean it. off. <gasps> and there's just blood splurting everywhere. Johnny Ooh, Smash. You know what? Sure. Mm, this is alternate universe Lenny. Oh, mm. yeah. And then this is where the bridge happens. Wait, no. This is one of these songs <laughs> where it's the same thing over and over again. And this really is a story song. Yeah. In the re- fact. It's yeah. Totally a story. It's just Jimmy Dean talking a song to us. Yeah. 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 He's it's just on the extreme end of the story part of right. the story song. Yeah. Like he literally could just be talking. The music yeah. is almost incidental yeah. <laughs> at this point. He's, yeah. They just put it under. He's like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> that was my fireside chat. What is that music happening underneath it? So that's all prologue to what really happens in this story. Because it sets you up as like, uh, he, he's he's someone to be feared. Sure. Mm-hmm. He does not care about anybody. Right. Wait a minute. I'm you know about what? to blow your mind. Maybe it's one of those things where like in every like, you know, prison movie, there's always the one guy who didn't mean to kill the person yeah. they killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's some story. You know what I mean? Like, uh... Like, um... Green Mile. Sure, Green Mile. Well, he was innocent, but, like, uh um, right, yeah. Who's, uh... Who, in, like, Con Air? Not too much. No? No. No. Con Air? talking about... I right? know Con Air, but I don't know who you're talking about. The the main character. You know, Con. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Air. Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage's, yeah. He, like, yeah. accidentally killed yeah. someone. Just, well, he's also, like, a... Maybe he's... Or maybe Big John is, like, a... a a dog, a big dog who thinks he's a lap dog. Sure. He doesn't know his own size. Yeah. Maybe he was just, maybe, you know what? Maybe he was dancing right. and then he punched and then like in his, when he's flailing his arms, he accidentally punched a guy's head off. Yeah. You don't know. He's super sensitive. He's way sensitive. Think about that. Also, that guy, mm-hmm. Glass Next Eve. And people don't yeah. know that. <laughs> Then came the day at the bottom of the mine when a timber cracked and men started crying. Manners were praying and hearts beat fast and everybody thought that they'd breathe their last, except John. Through the dust and the smoke of this man-made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well, grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone, Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John. Uh, all right, so let's get to the mine. 
So they're all down in the mine digging for what? Diamonds, coal. Coal, I'm assuming. Okay, let's yeah. say coal. I don't or... think they're. I don't think they're the seven dwarfs. <laughs> Fair uh, Maybe that's why they were so afraid of Big Bad John. He's six foot six. Six foot, <laughs> yeah, yeah, six foot six. They're very tiny. Now, they're like you're crushing. You're breaking <laughs> all of our stuff. You're so big. I don't mean to. He ate that apple and had no effect. On that. <laughs> yeah, ate the whole thing. Ate a bushel. <laughs> you have uh, not lived until you've heard him sing. Someday my prince will come. <laughs> uh that's beautiful. <laughs> Tears to the eyes. Now, um, here's the thing. What causes the mine to collapse? Um, Big John stands up too fast. Yeah. Hits that's a timber. what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. We're calling him the hero, but, I mean, we already know. He's got some big limbs. He's pretty clumsy. Mm-hmm. He accidentally punched a guy's head off. Maybe he, like, knocked his support beam out He's, by accident. Yeah. Could be. He's righting his own wrong. Looking around to make sure no one saw him. I like, that, I like that miners kind of give up so quickly. Oh, yeah. They were quick. They heard oh, let's get that. a timber. The timber cracked. All right. We've had uh, no training on safety or how to <laughs> uh, help get out of here. So I guess this is the end. Guess yeah. we knew this was coming. Phil, I've always loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's um, no way we're getting out of this. So yeah. yeah, basically, like someone steps on a stick, and they're like, "Well, we're ever dead. That's it's done. Over. <laughs> somebody, somebody fry up that canary, because uh, that's, that's <laughs> where my meal we're getting." <laughs> somebody cracks their knuckles too loud, and yeah. it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is over. happening." And then they just start snapping each other's necks. Yeah. Out of their misery. <laughs> this is the third time today that Steve admitted that he's in love with. Steve. So I was like, <laughs> "I get it, Steve. Thank you. All yes. right, thank you. Yeah, Got no, it. I know, Steve." <laughs> We live together. Yes. I get it. You're a little clingy. <laughs> two dates, buddy. We've right. been on two dates. Yeah. Everybody's nervous. Who, who wouldn't be? Uh, you know who wouldn't be? Yeah. Uh, Big Bad John. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does he do? <laughs> tell us about it. I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, he holds up, much like a sloth, yeah. it, in uh, the Goonies, he holds a timber up, <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming just goes, Ma, go, chunk, right. sloth, love, chunk. Right. <laughs> Big John, love, Phil. <laughs> you too now, buddy? God, go, everybody go. loves Phil. Yeah. yeah. His Phil little, was apparently a looker. His little pirate hat, sure. you know, beat up face. Yeah. Phil was wearing a pirate hat? No, Big John was, because uh, he's sloth from the Goonies. Okay. Say. That entire scene in the Goonies, yep. based off of this song. Yeah, sure. Little known fact. Yep. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. By the way, uh, end of Goonies. Uh, gigantic, mentally retarded man. Chunk to his parents. Can I keep him? Parents, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Side track. Anyway, so so John uh, is just helps everybody out, and not one of them says, John, let me help you. Yeah, no. They You're doing are, an amazing thing. They scatter like rats. They yeah. are the, so quick to get out of there. Nobody's like, hey, maybe I'll hold that beam for a second yeah. there, John. No? Okay. By the way, cool as, you gotta love John. Cool as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not even a question. You can imagine like them sort of running around in circles screaming. He's just slowly striding over yep. to it. Just, you know, grabs it, just picks it up. He's like, mm-hmm. go ahead, guys. You know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe like makes a joke like, yeah, guys, I'm just going to hold up the wall here for a second, right? I'm just going <laughs> to lean right here. But seriously, somebody come back and let me go. <laughs> With Jackson Timbers, they started back down. Then came that rumble way down in the ground. And the smoke and gas belched out of that mine. Everybody knew it was the end of the line for Big John. Big John. Big John. 
Big Bad John. Big John. Now they never reopened that worthless pit. They just placed a marble stand in front of it. These few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mine lies a big, big man. Big John. Big John. Big John. Big bad John. It says with Jackson Timbers they started back down. Is that what they tell everybody else, do you think? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that's that's the official story. Yeah. So we're all clear. We didn't just start <laughs> drinking beers. <laughs> We went back to help him. We didn't take the munchkins he brought that morning, <laughs> go to the bar, and celebrate our freedom. I don't know. I think we should tell the truth. You shut up, Steve. Right. Phil, why are you so angry? <laughs> we agreed. We, this is what we all say. Right. <laughs> Sign it. Sign it. <laughs> uh, so, Big John dies. <laughs> so sad. That's it. Big John dies. And then faster than they can try and find him, mm-hmm. they've got a monument to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like also that they, they're they like, you know what? Let's not try and dig him up. And you know what? Uh, let's make sure it's a really big, uh, a really big marble stand because he's a big guy and that's the only thing that we're going to remember about him. Right. <laughs> because on the tombstone they write... Here lies a big, big man. <laughs> but they meant in the on the on the on the tombstone. They they mean it in big of spirit. Yeah, but uh, but it, it, it's almost like the the other miners finally came around too late to sure. to understanding him. We don't want any little Johnnies come lately, you right. know. <laughs> now we like to think that, but they also could have been at the tomb store, and um, uh, the guy's like, "So, you know, you, I just need like two adjectives to give." Well, he was big. Anything else, uh, Steve? Anything, what, Phil? Oh, he's pretty big. Oh, right, he's also big. Okay, good. <laughs> he was big, and he was big. That's really, the only things we know about him. <laughs> you got like seven more characters left on here. Do we get a discount if we don't use them? Well, yeah, yeah, no, okay, that's fine. Good. That's fine. We're good. You know, don't even separate the two bigs with a comma. Yeah. He, he won't care. <laughs> Meanwhile, somewhere, Big Joan, his sister, <laughs> has no clue that yeah. her brother yeah. has passed on. Wait, is, is this the Cusacks? <laughs> you know, it's very sad. I, I mean, it, if they... No, it is sad. There's no argument. But if, if they, I think if they cared about him at all or even made any efforts to rescue yeah. him, like the story could have turned around nicely. Yeah. Sure. They could have learned a little bit something about it. He is a big, big man yeah. of spirit and of heart mm-hmm. for rescuing us. And we rescued him and then we took him to the bar and gave him munchkins. Yeah, honestly. I mean, you get, yeah, the only reason you're saying that he's a big man is because he saved you. Yeah. No. You know, uh, it's that's too little, too late, miners. These miners are dicks. You're acting like a bunch of miners, what you a, miners. Yeah. On some levels, I do blame John because, mm-hmm. like, if you don't want people to, like, keep talking about how big and tall you are, yeah. Yeah. maybe don't bring munchkins. Bring full-size dogs. <laughs> Good point. You know what? But that's on us because we <laughs> told him to bring the munchkins. That's true. But... He could. He w- he should have thought ahead and just brought full size donuts. He wouldn't have looked as ridiculous. Right. Is this the story of a guy who was just desperate to make friends mm-hmm. and was willing to be like, "Well, no, guys, I'll hold up the beam. So you guys go. It's cool. It's cool. I'll just be here holding this <laughs> up. You know, you guys go. 
you know, they're totally going to like me now. We can all take <laughs> turns. Totally. We can all take turns if you want, John. We can all yeah. take turns holding up. No, no it's cool. Don't. No, it's cool. You guys go. Man, I do stuff for my friends all the time. I do this kind of thing. <laughs> you know, like, if we were friends, I'd probably do this, like, all the time for you guys. Like, I'd totally hold up, like, mines and stuff. Totally. You know? Totally. Shafts. You know. <laughs> Random wells. You know, whatever. If you, want, if you get stuck I in a well. All, I can hold all kind of stuff up while you, like, <laughs> escape from stuff. So, it's totally cool. You as, know? They're, as they're running back up the, the mines, like, uh, I'm having a party next Saturday yeah. if you guys want to. You guys, my parents. Oh, no, sorry. We're busy that day. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll just be here, you know, holding up the mine. So, you know, this, I'm going to have, like, beer and stuff. I already brought the chips. Yeah. Canary, do you want to come to the party? She's like, you know. Canary just flew away. My roommate's not even home. He won't even yeah, care. So just don't touch his stuff. Cool. Yeah. John's better off dead. <laughs> uh, on that note. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Check out the songs of the Story Song Podcast. Find the Story Song Podcast, the official playlist, and the Story Song Podcast, the official classic playlist on Spotify to stream all the great songs we review on the show. All right, we're back. It's time for the history of Big Bad John. Michael, let us know what's going on with Big Bad John. (laughs) Tell us the story behind the story. Big Bad John was uh, written by Roy Acuff and Jimmy Dean. Uh, and it was released in September 1961. Can I stab you right there? Did he sure go back can. to the five and dime? <laughs> Jimmy ah. Dean, Jimmy Dean. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to ask Cher. Okay. I she don't know what that means. She was in she the was movie. In the movie. Oh, okay. And enough. the play. Was yeah. she in the play? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Cher, give us a call. Anyway, uh, so uh, released in uh, September 1961. By November of 61, it had hit the top of the charts. And it was a huge hit. I can't believe it. Crossover hit. It was the Billboard Hot 100 number one, the Billboard Country and Western Sides uh, number one, and the Easy Listening number one. I can't believe it. And not because uh, Jimmy Dean's great, and he's like like quintessential uh, country singer. Yeah, this this is like a this is a country classic. But it just he just talks it, and it just (laughs) is one of those things where it's like I'm going to tell you a story, and at the end people are going to go. Big John, and we're going to call it a song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's it. And then in the UK, which I don't know how well American country music mm-hmm. does over there, but like that that was on the UK singles chart number two. Yeah, but songs about minors do really well over there. <laughs> so That's very He had true. that going for him. He did. Not only was it a huge hit, it also won the 1962 Grammy Award mm-hmm. for Best Country and Western Recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nominated for Record of the Year, and it lost to Moon River by Henry Mancini. So basically, in in '62, nobody wanted upbeat. <laughs> no. <laughs> no upbeat in '62. But I mean, think of the song that beat the song is like Moon River is a classic, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah this yeah, is no. a classic. But like, yeah. So it was and up incredibly the song. sad for reasons I don't quite understand. <laughs> well. It's just, just a sad melody, and the lyrics are kind of like melancholy. You listen oh, no, to no, it while I'm you're not, going down a river. Don't, yeah. don't misunderstand me. I'm not making fun of the song. Yeah. I'm just saying there's something so profoundly sad about it, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know why this makes me cry. <laughs> why am I crying? When he says my Huckleberry friend. Oh, my oh, God. Gosh. That gets me. Why? Uh, it's I don't song. know. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, it's a Huckleberry oh, friend. Americana. <laughs> <laughs> No. 
Sorry, um, that's not this song, though. Let's get back to this song. No, yeah. And it also was nominated for Best uh, Male Solo Vocal Performance. Interesting thing about that, he does not sing no, the that's song. That's the thing. No. So, I mean, it is a vocal performance, and that yeah, speech sure. is a vocal performance. Mm-hmm. You know. He was in random. He also, I, we didn't, uh, I like that it's Best Male Vocal Performance. He recorded this when he was how old, Michael? Uh, 33. Sounds like he's 108. <laughs> yeah. He but, was born in 1928. This was recorded in 1961. Crazy. In his defense, everyone in 1961 sounded like they were 65 years old at all times. <laughs> or sounded like they were 14 years old. Right. Okay. Sure. Right? Fair enough. But still, like, if you were 33 in 1961, you were essentially 65. Oh, good. Like, oh, by, mean, yeah. by today's good standards. Point. That makes good sense. Point, yeah. You would live a hard life. Hey there, old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. You had like seven kids. Mm-hmm. You smoked six packs a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your kids each smoked three. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Your grandchildren were driving you crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was a rough life. Mm-hmm. This spent five weeks on the top of the Hot 100, two weeks on top of the country charts, ten weeks on top of the easy listening charts. Uh, the album that it's from is... They, they had uh, an easy listening chart back then? Yeah. Wasn't that just called The Chart <laughs> yeah. in 1961? I I got nothing to say. How bad did the easy listening music in 1961 have to be? <laughs> it had to be somebody talking over music. <laughs> <laughs> the album that it's from, uh, Big Bad John and Other Fabulous Songs and Tales. Sure. Uh, went to number 23 in the pop charts. Actually, Mike, I don't mean to uh, stop you, but I think you mispronounced that slightly. Sure. It's Big Bad John and other fabulous tales. Sorry. Yeah, I think 1961 fabulous just yeah. meant something a little different than... <laughs> sure. Not that it has a different meaning, but like you think something different when you see fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. You think fabulous. Can I say this? Um, so when are we going to do our mega episode where we... Uh, do each of the songs on Big Bad John and other fabulous songs and tales. <laughs> the uh, other thing hello. about the other thing about that album, it sounds like like an album you would buy for a kid. Yeah, yeah. like the little train that could in three other tales. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At some point, That's it's gonna go like... boom. Turn page now. Um, songs and tales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so maybe some of the songs just didn't have music at all. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're stories. Just talking. <laughs> Stories. We're speculating because yeah. I haven't listened to this full record. No. Um, so no one, one of the the many uh, phenomena of uh, '60s story songs yeah. is the sequel. Boy, that yeah. Was, which Oof. we've talked about a couple of them. El Paso had a sequel. Did El Paso um, just one? It had, it had a yeah, it had a bunch of sequels. Um, something else had a sequel. I forgot what it was. Uh, uh, um, the Devil Went Out of Georgia. That's not the 60s, but yes. That also yeah, 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 yeah. The Devil Went Out of Georgia had a sequel. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, It's My Party had a oh, sequel. Oh, that's right. Jeannie's Turn to Cry. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. And it was a similar situation. But I think yeah. this is like in the El Paso. That like El Paso had like seven sequels yeah. to the song. Which also was a song about a guy like did a thing and then died. And then they kept right. like having more sequels to a thing where the, about a guy was dead. But anyway. Well, the first sequel was, uh, this song was 1961, and then the first sequel was 1962. It was called The Cajun Queen. Oh. So, about the woman that he met in, or got into the fight over in uh, New Orleans, Mm -hmm. and it tells about her arrival. Her name is Queenie. Sure. Sure. So, she goes to the mine, rescues John, what, and then marries him. Okay. They go on to have... 110 grandchildren. Yeah. So this is where it, it sort of crosses over from story into like tall tale fable yeah. kind of thing. Right. There's a blue ox somewhere. Yeah, this is Paul just, Bunyan's story yeah. now. 
That's or just retcon. Like, oh boy, we shouldn't have killed off this character. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, oh Yikes, no, yeah. he was uh, he was in a cosmic uh, <laughs> envelope. Or yeah, or the uh, miners gave up really quickly yeah, and were fun. like, oh, we gotta just put this marble up here. Yeah. Just they didn't have it etched the marble stand. They just like put a post it on there. <laughs> well, they're just like, and they're putting, like, forget it. They're putting the marble statue down. They're just like. Uh, hey guys, I'm still, I'm right here. Poor John. Poor I actually, John. I actually can see you through the cracks. <laughs> poor, poor John. I can, I can pick, I can poke my finger out if you can just like, <laughs> just move that one rock. <laughs> I can take care of the great. rest. I'm, I'm yeah. really strong. Then there was another sequel in 1962 called uh, Little Bitty Big John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Little Bitty Big John. <laughs> I'd like uh, to think I have not heard this song. No. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I've not heard this song, but I would like to think that it's sort of like a novelty pop hit. Yeah. Oh, With a yeah. lot of, like, slide whistles. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, what's that song? Um, lollipop, lollipop. It's just like, yeah. a little bitty big John, doo-ba-doo-doo. <laughs> a little bitty big John, doo-ba-doo-doo. Little bitty big John, doo-doo-doo. Your daddy's dead. <laughs> That's how I want it to go. It, it does sound like it would be a song like Leslie Gore sings or, right. or exactly. like Petula Clark. And then 90 uh, seconds of a harpsichord solo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he in, sang both of these sequels. Yeah. Okay. In Little Bitty Big John, uh, <laughs> Big John's son hears the story about his father's bravery and mm-hmm. stuff. So wow. in 1964, there's another sequel not related to Jimmy Dean at all. Dottie West sure. uh, sings My Big John. Uh, and it tells the story from the point of view of the Cajun queen and explains how she drove him away searched for him and learned of his death in the mine so So it's a that stays it it stays truer to the original I like to think that she heard Cajun queen she goes no this is all wrong this is not the right universe I'm gonna work two years (laughs) on perfecting the rest of this universe yeah she she heard the Cajun queen well yeah the universe of Big John oh I see she, I'm going to say the song. The actual universe. I must build my own universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she heard the Cajun Queen. She was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And yeah, started writing so the next one. And then, you know, heard Little Bitty Big John. She was just like, come on already. <laughs> and then she was forced into action. Right. These are just different continuities. Yeah. 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 So, Big Bad John was also the name of a 1990 television movie starring Jimmy Dean. Yeah, let's... As Big John? I don't know about that. I don't no, know. <laughs> let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. 1961 song. Right. 1990 movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took him 30 years. Well, television movie. To get, but still, though, took him 30 years to get this together. Also, were people clamoring for a <laughs> Big Bad John movie 29 years after the fact? Jimmy Dean was. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh. this was the gift that kept on giving, I guess. <laughs> Interesting thing, prior to the release of this single, uh, Jimmy Dean was about to be dropped from his record label, uh, Columbia Records. Because he hadn't had a hit in years. Yeah, well, he couldn't sing. <laughs> we're not talking. Here's a here's a here's here's my impression of the guy sitting next to him on the flight. Hey, how's your flight? Uh, terrible. The guy next to me kept humming the whole time. <laughs> this dumb song about some giant guy. I don't know what. It was the worst. And I just wanted to be like, why didn't that guy like bring like munchkins or something? Like, <laughs> People would have liked them more. Box of Joe. Works every time. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you put away your harmonica? <laughs> Thanks. We're trying to watch the movie. The song was inspired by uh, an actor named John Minto uh, that Jimmy Dean had met during a summer stock play. Uh, they did Destry Rides Again. Mm. Uh, John Minto was six foot five, and Dean called him 
Big John. Clever. Really, really clever. Yeah. I like that he had to um, fib about his height. He's like, six <laughs> foot five, not tall enough. Nope, yeah. six, six. Let's six, get six. crazy up in here. He's got to be six, six. That's why it's fiction. <laughs> mm, mm. And that's how he could say, no, this isn't about you. Yeah, no. Also, Are you sure? Because I died in a mine. <laughs> yeah. you remember the time I saved you from a mine? <laughs> Sadly, the part they leave out is where Dean threw Big John down a mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll write a song someday. <laughs> For the sake of accuracy. <laughs> As is typical with some of these story songs, especially from the 60s, there are um, two versions of it. One line has changed. Uh, mm-hmm. The inscription on the marble stand, the original says, at the bottom of this mine lies one hell of a man, mm-hmm. Big John. Uh, then that was too controversial. Um, the edited version, uh, which is more commonly heard, says, at the bottom of this mine lies one big, big man, yeah. Big John. Yeah. There is a line in the song uh, where he refers to the mine as a man-made hell. Yeah. That is not edited in either of the But versions. that's okay because it's a, it's a that's the thing. It's not right. taken as a... It's like you can say, this dog is a bitch, but you right. can't be like, that dog's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You can't say that. Right. Like, you could say, oh, we're in hell, but you can't say, oh, it's a hell of a day. In in some versions of the song, uh, Jimmy Dean says, uh, this mine is H-E-double-L for me. <laughs> sure. How I wish we could end this D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Well done. Thank you. Recall. In uh, in another version of the song, the inscription said, here lies one cool motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was not played anywhere. Oh, okay. That's the one that was written on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple of bottles of uh, <laughs> tiny little bottles of vodka. He's like, I feel like Big John. Look at this tiny Hey, stewardess, look at me. I'm Big John. Bring uh, me thank another. Thank you, Mr. Daniels. Bring, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Bring me another J- tiny Jack Daniels for Big John. All right. <laughs> and then, uh, in another example of how this song was the gift that kept on giving, also in 1962, a year after the release, release of Big Bad John, Jimmy Dean uh, wrote a song called PT 109 about John F. Kennedy. So it's 1962. He's still president at the time. Right. He would remain president. Until, <laughs> Until 1963. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying he never stopped being president. He just died. <laughs> like he wasn't like voted correct. in office. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so he was president and alive yes. at the there time. There we go. Um, and it was about like his heroism during World War II. And at the end of the song when he's talking about like, you know, how cool John F. Kennedy was, mm-hmm. the chorus just comes in and says, Big John. <laughs> And everybody in the audience went, oh! Yeah, I, I think it was definitely one of those moments. Like, oh, I remember that song. Okay. And then hearing it years later, it's just like, oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Come on, Jimmy. You're better than that. No, you're not. <laughs> Jimmy Dean was, again, born in 1928. He was a singer. Hold on. Okay, singer. Yeah, don't care. Go on. Television host. Nah. Actor. Nah. And creator of the Jimmy Dean Sausage yeah! Ranch. Awesome! <laughs> Love this guy. I have a TV show, and also I make sausage. <laughs> he did, and he did his own commercials, and he would just he talk. did he yeah. would just talk to you about his sausage. <laughs> <laughs> just try it; it's good for your family. Oh, I'm gonna. This is how I sing as well. I just kind of talk, sing. Yeah, you'd think that he would have like Big John brought like Jimmy Dean sausage into the mine for people to have and enjoy, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. right. Would have been nice cross. Also, I'm amazed that he didn't call it Big John sausage. Well, <laughs> think about that. <laughs> As I was saying it, yeah. I realized. Well, it's not. Yeah, no. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just let it go. 
<laughs> hey guys, it's the 60s. Do you know how you eat bacon with every meal? <laughs> what if we substituted sausage for just one of those? What? Okay, don't substitute. Just add it. <laughs> <laughs> Try a new bacon wrap sausage. Meanwhile, I kind Dip of... it in, in some egg yolk, put some butter on it, and deep fry it. Jimmy Dean says too. <laughs> Meanwhile, what do you think Jimmy Dean thinks of the um, weird man as son character that now sells his sausages? Oh, is it not his son? No, no, no. It's no, a it's man not his son. son. Oh, it's a man dressed up. Oh, I, now I know a commercial. The son. Oh, oh, wait a minute, minor, minor. Okay. Oh. Son, this son. just came yeah, full circle. Did sure. Yeah, there's like weirdo Dada esque commercials where a guy in yeah. a giant son costume. Like yells at his family. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I now I remember it. It's um, hey, you're not feeling well this morning. Did you have breakfast? Sure, I just had grapefruit and cereal. No, you should have fried meat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but you know what? Radiate it first. Make it. You know, put some. <laughs> Put some right. microwaves on it. I'm ready to face the day. I just had 20 pounds of meat. Yeah. <laughs> if you could put it in the microwave so the outside is really hard and crusty, but the inside is frozen, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and, <laughs> oh, and if you could put it on an English muffin so I get something that's really chewy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be perfect. So he had his own show. It was the Jimmy Dean show. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been cool if he called it Jimmy Dean Sausage Fest. But no. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, he would have several country music guests, and it sort of uh, helped... Um, country music, I think, gain a little more national exposure. Mm-hmm. And it, he also gave Jim Henson his first national television Aww. exposure. This is where um, Ralph started. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's Ralph right. Ralph would play the piano, and him and Jimmy Dean would banter back and forth. That's my favorite Muppet. Really? That's Aww. Ralph is my favorite Muppet. Wow. Muppet, he always has been. He always seemed like a bit of an alcoholic to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that tell. is why. You He's my tell favorite. behind the scenes. He was boozing it up. Um, and he was also an actor. One of his, I think, more famous appearances was uh, in the James Bond movie, Diamonds Are Forever. Mm. And he had a long, great career. He did a lot of things, including sausage. And he died in 2010 at the age of 81. His tombstone reads, here lies one hell of a man. And it Aww. paid off one last oh time. Oh, my <laughs> God. Unbelievable. Milking it from beyond the grave, Unbelievable. I wonder if what, he, when he was on that flight writing that song, he was just like, yep. Yep. Okay. This, this is going, this is going on my tombstone. If you write... This <laughs> going on my tombstone. <laughs> this is the song that <laughs> I'm just going to keep using yeah. over and over. Yeah. No, part of me thinks that if you put, if you put like something, because I feel like there's other stories that have like tombstones in them. And if you put a tombstone in your story, guess what? Yeah. Whatever that tombstone says, that's going on your tombstone. Was so it good, it's a good wisely. thing that that's the way the song ended and not the tombstone read, he looks a big fat jerk. <laughs> yeah. No one really liked him. <laughs> we didn't bother to search for him. <laughs> XOXO uh, the Miners. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish the show as we traditionally do. <laughs> with the no, this is the show that's just going to keep on going forever. Yep. With the lesson we learned from this song, with lessons learned. Like us on Facebook. You'll get lots of great story song content, and we'll break up those crazy political posts from your uncle. Liking the Story Song Podcast on Facebook makes the world a better place for everyone. Except uncles. 
All right, we're back. It's time for the lesson we learned from this song, Big John. Rachel, what lesson did you learn from the song, Big John? Here's what I learned. Uh, make a will mm-hmm. and make sure that it's someplace where people can find it so that if you die, no. your tombstone can read, <laughs> here lies Big John, lover of animals and origami, sure. and not here lies a big, big man. Yeah. He's a really big man. painter. Yeah. You know what that Poet. will? You know what that will might help with uh, for your tombstone? What? Uh, a last name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yes. that will so. should also specify if a mine collapses on me, please mm-hmm. try and save me. <laughs> I also like to think that maybe um, since it says here lies a big big man, and it's just the collapsed mine. That it turns into like this huge thing where it's like he was twenty feet tall. <laughs> that's the only tomb. That's the only um, <laughs> grave that could keep him. Yeah, but All it's right. not true. No, it's not true. It's not. It's a collapsed mind. It's just an average guy in a collapsed mind. Michael. Yes, sir. What do you got? I learned that a man who uh, has a hit single <laughs> with a song called "Big Bad John." Sure. Should probably not also start a sausage company. <laughs> because years later, right. it makes it awkward to talk about. Sure, In the 21st sure. century, it, it means something totally and different. It, yeah, and at least don't sell that sausage in tube form. Right. <laughs> just patties. Do just patties. Yeah. Yeah. Patty sausage. I couldn't patty agree sausage. anymore. We went to Isco with the patty sausage, didn't we? <laughs> No, that's uh, Doug. You're thinking Doug. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> sure her name is like Patty Mayonnaise or something. Yeah, Patty Mayonnaise. Right. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we were watching cartoons far too late. <laughs> we were easily in high school. Uh, I thought that show was on. Uh, Daniel. I learned that of all the materials in the world, marble is the best material to cover up cowardice. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You could try granite, but no, everybody's going to know. Everyone's going to know. You everyone's put a marble, gonna... people mm-hmm. aren't going to realize that you ran out of a mine <laughs> and left one guy in there. Yep, yeah. And then when it came down to save him, uh, you, you didn't try so hard. Yeah. You just kind of put a plaque up, yeah. and, uh, and that was about the end of it. They said when they did the tombstone, they were like, uh, you know, you could do it in cement. Right. No, you know what? You know <laughs> it'll what? It'll look like we cared. Yeah. <laughs> if we do, if marble, we do, we do. marble, right. it'll look like we knew his last name hey, and um, where he lived. You guys got this up kind of quick. Did you already have this engraved? <laughs> <laughs> Was this uh, planned? What? No. Oh. The marble costs a little extra, but... Uh, <laughs> can really, yeah, it's really worth it. it. It's an investment in seeming heroic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that has been our coverage of Big Bad John. Uh, you've been listening to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. We'll back next week with another great Story Song. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Big Bad Bye. Big John. Big John. Big Bad John. Big John. All right. So that was Big Bad John. John is dead. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, I do love another classic where they, like, in the song they mention that, you know, everyone's afraid to talk to John. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's big bad John. Everyone's scared of him. And I just love how we decide that that means John's really lonely. 
Right. And, like no one will talk oh, to him. God, it's like never. trying to pep him up on like how to, you know, how to make friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Never once say, did we consider like maybe John doesn't want to talk to any of these guys. Yeah. It's true. It's maybe true. they're the worst. Well, I will say this. That, that is the best thing about most story songs that have characters is that the characters are never fully fleshed out. So we have to give them a life of their own. And we do. <laughs> right. And we, we yes. just we just choose to give them the worst possible the life, saddest little well, lives ever. You know, you know, we're just working with what we got. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always amazed at the people who like their best friends are like the people they work with. Like, who right. who wants to do that? Like, you're at work. <laughs> it's true. It's because of TV. TV shows like everybody it's in their workplaces. Exactly. Yes. I, at some point, this became like the most popular thing ever. So I'm on the outside looking in. But like, this is when I actually kind of got out on the office which was when they had their wedding and invited everyone that they worked with like first of all what no there's yeah. no way you're gonna invite like everyone your, your co-workers like maybe if you're friends with like really close friends with one of your co-workers sure but not everyone and also they hated the people they worked with so that doesn't even make sense <laughs> right that's uh, a really good point a lot of plot holes <laughs> a lot of plot that. holes in that so I'm just saying yeah. so that's where I was, where I was like ah this show's not realistic and I was like anyway it's all this isn't gonna last cut to like it lasted nine more years and everyone <laughs> watches it on Netflix and everyone loves it and like I'll tell you what I was right about though John he's a good guy uh, they Better were all wrong dead. about him he saved them yeah, now he's dead. We yeah. did say he's better off dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. So uh, we John. hope you guys enjoy that. Um, this was a classic episode. If this is your first episode, come on back. So we, uh, we do new stuff. Um, it's fun. Uh, we think you'll like it. Uh, if you like that, <laughs> you'll probably like the new ones. So uh, see how we've, come on back. how we've evolved. Yes. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and leave us a five-star review if you can. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back next week with another, or with a new, brand new episode. So uh, enjoy that, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Forge Audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.